Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. Yay! Woohoo! Okay, so we had a bit of a lost episode mix-up. It was absolutely nobody's fault. No blame is to be placed here. It had nothing to do with me. Yep, definitely not me. Anyway, so we lost out on that whole episode one thing. But it was over Sin City. You can watch it if you want. I don't personally recommend it, but it was Peter's pick. So, yeah, go watch or enjoy that. But without further ado, here is episode one, technically. We also lost out on the part where I said, we're back, bitches. So, yeah, we're back, bitches. Siegelman gives her a cake and she's all like oh this is a Jew cake and then like (laughs) I want you to fill all my holes no (laughs) (laughs) the majestic beast that died was my erection (laughs) no it's no it's really funny about this movie so many things but (laughs) is it the land of the great giant cock no so imdb has like movie lists right or like plot keywords oh i love plot keywords that's actually a segment on a different podcast i listen to is it really yes it is what should is... we rip that off no we shouldn't but one of the plot keywords is buttocks whipped <laughs> like whipped butts there's 151 <laughs> plot keywords let me see um <clears throat> unsimulated sex mm. yeah it, uh, i don't remember quite <laughs> labia <exactly. laughs> majora minora all that good shit rear butt nudity what <laughs> or male rear butt nudity i just clicked the keyword penis and the first movie is baywatch why <laughs> uh also i turned off the ac up here and down there because it makes horrible noise um so let's try and finish this episode quicker than not because oh yeah God, because this... arizona everything is melting did you see those posts oh no, no it was all like d- why is I everything didn't. melting in arizona and oh my god i gotta find it it was like street signs fences mailboxes trash cans I can't believe I wrote notes for this movie. I could not. Um, I was bored out of my mind. Okay, there you go. Okay. Also, oh no. Wait, <laughs> it's all melting. Oh, look at that. Yeah. They didn't even have the hottest day on there. Oh, yep. Planes shut down. <laughs> Plastic mailboxes melting. Oh my god. <laughs> The facade off of a of a, a plastic wall. Whoa, that freeway sign is melting. Well, some freeway signs just look like shit. But that did look melty. Oh, cactus mount. <laughs> cactus mon. Um, yeah, so that big thing apparently it's a it's a heat wave that's hitting all of the southwest. Oh yeah. Also, if it's my movie or if it's your movie when I introduce the episode, usually I just say, and here's Peter to tell you something about it. So, yeah, because I actually do research on the movies I pick. I do, too. You're saying, like, I don't. We both do. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't leave it all. I don't leave all the research to you. Just like ninety percent of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really phlegmy today for some reason. So I was just trying to like cough it all up before we started. Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Are you sick again? No, don't be it's sick allergies. Again. Like my, al- I have constant allergies. Like every season. It's the oh, worst. That doesn't sound good. No, it's never good. Don't die on me, Peter. You're the only one who's put up with me for this long. I'm not going to die because of tree pollen. Come on. <laughs> You're sick every every other week. I'm not sick. I just have allergies. Jesus Christ. That's not sickness. <laughs> it just means I'm phlegmy. I can't really breathe right. My throat's filled with mucus. You know, it happens. That's called sick. <clears throat> no, that's called just my saying. everyday. Okay, hi there. Uh, welcome to Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. Uh, this is Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your silent duck of a host, Peter. Uh, and this is my co-host, Red, who has yet to find his soul tree. <laughs> First off, I knew you were going to mention the soul tree. And second off, I want you to fill all my holes. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, fuck it. They say, oh my god, this movie. They say cunt <laughs> way too much of this movie. <laughs> That's a British thing. Apparently it's like an actual appropriate noun. I don't know. I just, it's horrible. <laughs> Last night I slept over Cat's house and I rolled over and I was all like, I like your cunt. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and did she stab you and you died and you're talking to me from the afterlife? No, we started, we started talking about how much I hated this movie. <laughs> Oh my god. I had many, many ways to introduce this episode. I actually wrote it down in my notes, because I didn't know that you wanted to introduce every episode of season two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that the last episode. Uh, was I drunk last episode? No, you were drunk two episodes ago. Oh. And you introduced that one too. Also, I just really was not impressed with last episode's movie, that's why. Last episode's movie or intro? What are you saying? I do bad intros. No, the mo- no the movie. Um, oh. I wasn't a fan of Sin City. Oh well, <laughs> oh buckle down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't a fan of four hours of cunt worship. Actually, five hours and twenty five minutes. That's a total. No, movie. why would you even tell me <laughs> the actual time? You've uh, come out on the other side. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I had to split this up into, like, four viewings. Uh, good for you, because I watched it all at once. Boy, was it shocking. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wait a second, we haven't even discussed what movie we're talking about. Yeah! Hey, hey Red, why don't we tell everybody about your awful, awful movie you picked? This episode uh, was my pick. I picked the 2013 film by Lars von Trier. Nymphomaniac. As a young girl, I discovered I was a nymphomaniac. Well, that's nothing to smile about. If you have wings, why not fly? If I asked you to take my virginity, would that be a problem? I don't see a problem. What if it's nasty? Then you just think of a bag of chocolate sweeties. I wanted to be picked up, put down, again and again. I wanted to be treated like a thing. Can I tell you something? Sure. You're my first one. Really? Love you. And was starting to have trouble remembering who was who. I've thought about you often. Have you thought of me? Wow. 
Would it be all right if I show the children the whoring bed? You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Ah! Oh! Wow. It was rebellious. What did you rebel against? bad human being. Well, you have now. You think you know everything about sex. I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. Perhaps the only difference between me and other people was that I've always demanded more from the sunset. More spectacular colors when the sun hit the horizon. That's perhaps my only sin. With a runtime of five hours and 25 minutes. Nymphomania. Uh, <laughs> Nymphomania. How come that song didn't come back? Nymphomania. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> That's going to play in the opening of this episode. So, Also, it was, written in, it was written as well as directed by Lars von Trier, who has the biggest hard-on for Charlotte Gainsborough ever. Uh, it stars Charlotte Gainsborough. Stellan Skarsgård, who for True Blood and Tarzan fans, that's the father of Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, Anybody and else Martin. might know him as Dr. Selvig from all of the Marvel movies. Thor 1, Thor 2, The Avengers. The Avengers uh, Civil War. Yeah. yeah. He's also actually Norwegian from the Norway place. Oh no, he's Swedish. So close enough. Um, to to Norse mythology. I was talking about Thor. Back to this movie. <laughs> it got a seven point. It got a seven out of ten on IMDb and a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it was actually deemed good by sixty percent of the people who watched it. Uh, <laughs> they. That's a sad, sad group of people. Uh, you. I don't want to defend this movie exactly. Uh, the plot is on a snowy evening, middle-aged bachelor. Sully Seligman? Oh, God, I can't pronounce his name. It's Jewish. Wait a second, wait a second. Seligman? I don't know. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as Bootstrap as Bill. Who? But Bootstrap who? Bill is Orlando Bloom's father. Whoa, oh, this is a deep hole we're going in right now. Speaking, speaking of uncircumcised cocks. Oh my God. <laughs> Orlando oh Bloom. my god can we not <laughs> hey him and katie they were like out there posing for it anyway we need uh, <laughs> we need 100 less talk about uh foreskin on this podcast uh yeah listeners if you listen to the uh special drinking game episode i apologize <laughs> i have i have vast sweeping changes for the next time we do that <laughs> I know there's not gonna be a next time. We're I gonna. Was... I'm putting a bill into motion. It's gonna pass through the house. It's gonna show up on Donald Trump's desk, and it's gonna say, <laughs> "The next time we do a drunk, <laughs> the next time we drink and watch a movie, it's gonna be much." Okay. So what I want to do next time, because I was really thinking about this <laughs> while listening to the episode and cringing the entire time. No. We should get. Wait, you just listened to the episode and didn't watch the movie. No, I already saw that terrible movie. I don't need to relive <laughs> two. Okay, that'll be reliving. Wait, so you two... listen to like blank spaces in between? 
uh, uh, insert a clip of the song Blank Spaces. Uh, oh my appropriate God. for this movie. Sort of. Yeah. So, no, no, we should drink and watch the movie and then do a podcast about the movie while drunk afterwards. That, eh, God. Uh, I, but yes. less drink. Like, we will tone, not play the game. We No, we will tone down the, the rules. Yeah, the rules are just like drink your beer at your own pace. I mean, that cause... every time Bella is awkward, that fucked us. Uh, it did, didn't uh, it? It was so God. bad. So bad. I I lost track of the rules after a while, and I just started drinking, like, because I was thirsty. <laughs> it, was, it was just, like, sitting there, and I was like, just, just swigging it. I didn't have any water with me either, which is why I ended up sitting over a toilet, crying, and getting super religious. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know when you have that horrible, like... The hangover's already starting before you even go to sleep thing. And you're like, why, God? <laughs> that was that was dark. Uh... Apparently a drunk test texted a whole bunch of people. But then people were upset that I didn't drunk text them. So now I have to like go through everybody in my phone next time I drink. Oh, my God. Uh, not going to remember. Uh, oh, yeah, either way. God, we have to get back to this movie. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's five and a five and a half hours basically to go through. Um yeah, anyway, not, he finds we, we are not going through this movie linearly. Like mm, let's just no. have We got rid of that in like episode five. Yeah. Um uh, Yeah, anyway, he finds her beat up and laying in an alleyway. Uh behind his apartment, he takes her back to his home and over tea listens intently to Joe account the story of her mm, the I don't even know that word. Was it lib libidinous life? Libidinous? What the fuck is that word? Well, libido is like you know you have a high libido. Yeah, yeah. So lib libidinous. Lib I don't know. I don't know what word you're looking at. I don't uh, even know what you're up. reading. Adjective showing excessive sexual drive and lustful. Yep, lib yeah. libidinous. Lib libidinous. Okay. Either way, yeah. So, as British people do, they have tea and talk about fucking for five hours. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just all of this. Also, I wrote in my notes how to introduce us, because I thought I was doing it. Um, but yeah, I wrote down that my right ear is slightly deformed. And <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're getting to the age where you need to start thinking about a successor. <sighs> That's so funny. Obviously, I was drawing inspiration from part two. Mm, I don't know. I feel like we need to talk about the two actresses separately. I really like, like the posters for this movie. Yeah, they were good. Good posters. I didn't like the uh, open parentheses, close parentheses one, because we know what they were doing. Yeah. Dirty texting. Mm-hmm. Listeners. Anyway... <laughs> God, all it let's needed, jump in. All, all, no, all it needed was an eggplant emoji, and like this movie would have done <laughs> so much better. <laughs> it was 2013, so I don't think it was quite there yet. Okay, <laughs> eggplant emoji, peach emoji, thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, yes. Or the even better. Uh, I need to. I'll I'll look it. Wait, let me see here. It's eight. Uh, as many equal signs as you please, 
and then <laughs> carrot, carrot to the right. <laughs> no, you got to do a D. It's eight equals 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 D. Capital. Oh, D. that's right. D capital D. <clears throat> capital D is better. Hey, the first time it was ever texted to me, it was a carrot. So Ugh. maybe I maybe I should have taken hint of that. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I will never apologize to my mother again on this podcast. It was annoying as fuck. (laughs) So she's just going to have to assume that I might be sorry. She's also listening right now. So. Hi, Red's mom. Uh, yes. One one day we'll meet next time in California. Right? She's in California, right? Yeah, she is. But she's going to come here and we're going to do an episode eventually when she does come here yeah but that's not like meeting her in person like well i've never met you in person well you will sometime next year hopefully maybe no it can't be when arizona's hot cannot be when arizona's hot (laughs) there is a pool here but you know just barely helpful right now it's 90 degrees in that pool it's like walking into swamp water i live in florida stepping outside is walking in swamp water uh it helps a little bit it helps a tiny bit, I guess. It's like you have to get in the pool and then walk into the air conditioning to feel better. It's like, why is your pool boiling? That doesn't <laughs> seem like a thing pools should do. Hey, Peter. Yeah? I discovered my cunt as a two-year-old. <clears throat> oh, the opening line of this movie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, why? I hated the two-year-old thing because there was like an actual, like, cut of a two-year-old just like looking up all surprised and shit i was like no well like <laughs> well like the opening of this movie is like her as a two-year-old playing in water like in the bathroom with her friend like i was like oh this is this seems kind of sweet and then like th- the next section where she's like 13 i was like oh no okay it wasn't sweet because they were like masturbating themselves on the floor by the way oh <laughs> God. That was what they were doing. God Did you see? Damn it. They pulled up their little like school uniform onesies and like just started like scooching around on the floor and shit. Oh. Also, oh, that's the same technique she uses on the phone book at the end of the second movie. Hey, I didn't notice that. It comes. <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> also, I think she was like seven or whatever. There was oh. two two year old was just like a clip of a baby. God. Also, children in this movie. <laughs> Why so much child abuse? Uh, yeah, what parent goes, my daughter's in this movie called Nymphomaniac? Oh, what character does she play? She plays a seven-year-old rubbing herself off on the tile floor. It's like, oh, that's nice. With another little girl <laughs> With as another well. Girl. Two, oh, let's discover two of them. Together. Oh, God. Also, uh, oh, that's right. It was about the, um, it was about the, the momentum or something similar. Oh, God. God. Also, they had cut-ins of, like, nature clips, and I was like, oh, wait, is this planet Earth or something? This is, it's planet vagina? I don't understand. <laughs> I can't say the word cunt as much as she did in this recording, but I probably will when it's appropriate, so I will use the anatomical word, vagina. Um, <laughs> God, why? Um... Yeah, so basically, uh, so much child abuse. So much child abuse. Also, not to mention, this would be the second movie that Charlotte Gainsborough was in by Lars von Trier, where a, where a child was up on a ledge because of sex. 
<laughs> There's a movie called Antichrist. It was not good. Except for that baby died, and she was actually sad about it. As opposed to how she would have felt for this movie, oh, I think. Oh, I've seen Antichrist. A.K.A. Yeah. the first movie of his trilogy of depressing movies. Uh, uh, what's the third one? Uh, uh, Melanocchia. Uh, Melancholia. Melancholia. Oh, Melancholia. Is that the? Does that also have Charlotte Gainsborough in it? I don't know because I didn't watch that movie. Um, I'm looking it up. <laughs> Tell us what you thought about other parts of the movie, Peter. Oh, Jesus, I did. I can't even. This movie is so long and so boring. I don't even remember most of it. the The problem is like, as a art house director, I expect to see like weird things. Like, lo- okay, like in uh, Antichrist, he had like the dead fox talking, which is the weirdest shit in the world. But it like it kept your attention. There wasn't anything like that in this movie. Hmm, that's right. Uh, that is right. There wasn't any. Okay, wait. There was some attention-grabbing shit, which happened to be the land of the giant fat cocks. The land... God. Is that just the, the like, two-minute scene of just cocks on the screen? Well, she, she, she said um, something to the effect of, in terms of a children's book, I could, I could explain it that I traveled to the land of the giant fat cocks or something similar. It was big... That co- I don't know. I don't know. She's. It was two two words that were quite descriptive, and then from there she said, "And I also, I also battled my way through the the kingdom of the circumcised dicks." And I was like, "Wow!" And then just pictures of circumcised dicks as well. Oh no! And then no. Okay, so that is the scene I'm talking about because she was all like, "The fat black cocks." It was the fat black oh, cocks. God. The small yellow cocks. Yeah, and then she started talking about the kinds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, oh. um, I hope no one walks in while this is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That happened. Oh my god, that happened. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about this story. Uh, now you know how I time. hate anime. <clears throat> just <laughs> fucking hate anime. Uh, shut up. Someone was like, "You should watch High School of the Dead." Because it has zombies yes. in it. And I was like, zombies, yeah, that's good. Boobies. And that show, that shows, that that anime is not bad, right? But no. there's one episode where, like, all the chicks, like, get naked and they're all, like, taking a shower together or, like, a bath together. It's Wasn't that so- every episode? No, no, no. Every episode had, like, huge tits, but they weren't, like, naked. So I'm watching that one episode and my girlfriend walks in and is like, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> and then she was like, not again. Uh. <clears throat> which I don't know why she screamed out again at the time. And then I found out she walked into her father watching hentai and I was like, no, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Jesus, um, that, that anime taught me the physics of balancing an AK 47 on a giant pair of titties. <laughs> it didn't have a good ending though. I never watched the ending. Um, I like fan service shows just for the fan service. Um, and also the, like, en- enormous budget poured into animation. That's it. Have you ever watched Sekirei? Oh man, no plot. Basically just disappears towards the end of the episode, to the ends of the uh, season. And then nothing. Big Bad just launches himself into space and everyone's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> okay, so I think we should break down <laughs> this review by the chapters. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, it is set up in the set. chapters in front of I you? do. Chapter one. Yay! Chapter one, The Complete Angler, where she compares her cunt to a fly fishing bait. God. I can't wait uh, to get to Mrs. H then. <laughs> oh, that is the... Be- oh my That's my God. favorite chapter. That's my favorite chapter. Okay, wait, let's get to this. Uh, let's see, young girl, da 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 da. Um, oh, okay. So, what's up with her father and trees? Okay, you mean Christian fucking Slater? Yeah, who is plays fucking craziness. Well, Christian Slater always plays crazy in all of his movies, but this by far. The part where he die. Okay, he doesn't jumping die. ahead a little. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. That was in okay, not in not in this chapter, but he does later. In the chapter called, was it, like, dementia or disillusion or whatever? I thought he was just going crazy, and they just kept him inside of, like, a crazy person hospital. I had to look it up. Uh, it was of cancer, apparently, and it, like, ate his brain or some shit. It was very vague. It was like, he died of cancer in that chapter, and that was it. Was it was just that's like, said. yeah, it was so, okay, we'll get to that, because that's, that's yeah. a chapter in this episode. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, so, so him, like... Hey, look, these are the books, and or these are the trees, and you'll find your soul tree eventually. <sighs> Just, like, fucking boring. No one cares about trees. Also, he was like, the ash tree, the ash tree, the ash tree. Eventually, I'm pretty sure he shows her, this is my soul tree. And she's like, it's not an ash tree. And he's like, no, it's an oak tree. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> why is it an ash tree? You get to pick it. He's like, oh, you'll know when you find it. I was like, well, why didn't you know it was an ash tree? jesus there was that um Um, i wish i could find my soul tree it would probably tell me something and then i would realize it wasn't it when i found a different tree and i was like oh there's no such thing as a soul tree what (laughs) because this movie was bullshit all of its (laughs) philosophical musings were just that okay uh let's see then she meets up with jerome and they have the worst sex uh where he humped her what it what was it it was like three plus five oh yeah uh was it five was it five plus three no it was five plus three was it five times in my cunt and then three times in my ass (sighs) i'm gonna be doing that voice a lot by the way (laughs) jesus oh those numbers come back Um, oh they do oh but those are like illuminati numbers no fibonacci (laughs) numbers (laughs) Illuminati. Fibonacci numbers. <laughs> I'm not going to hashtag, but the Illuminati is real. Yeah. Um, oh, but if you hashtag, Beyonce might see. Just saying. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the tweet that Sia sent out saying that Beyonce kidnapped her. You don't know this one? No. Wait, what? She sent She sent a... Okay, slight story. Um, Sia sent out a tweet all of a sudden, which no one knows what she looks like, I guess. And it was a bunch of weird, random words. But if you took the first letter of every single one, which I think was capitalized, it spelled out, Beyonce kidnapped me. So weird. It was like dolphin, uh, giraffe, uh, ice cream. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, yeah, so everyone believes that Sia was kidnapped by Beyonce. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. That's weird. <laughs> She's slowly using her <clears throat> Illuminati powers to siphon out Sia's voice and give it to Blue Ivy. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my theories. 
Okay, so uh, Fibonacci numbers are numbers in the following inter integer sequence. Uh, Fibonacci sequence are characterized by the fact that every number after the first two is the sum of the two preceding ones. I could just see Lars von Trier sitting at a computer thinking, what sounds deep? Let me find some shit on Google. So, <laughs> the Fibonacci numbers are uh, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55, 89, 144, etc., etc. Uh, whatever pi is. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, they go down a train and start fucking guys so they can, um, win a bag of chocolate sweeties. Okay, that's an actual thing in England, by the way. That's what you call, like, treats. Yeah. You call it Turkish Delight. Um, this th Well, I don't think this movie was really set in England. It's really bizarre, because, like... They all have, like, weird British-slash-French hybrid accents, but yet they say things like high school. Like, she talked about high school a lot, but high school is not a word over in England. Like, they don't say they're going to high school. So that's purely an American thing, so it's really... It's really bizarre. What country does Lars von Trier hail from, I wonder? I think it's Sweden as well, but I'm not sure. That might explain some things. Um, fast movement, occupied, born, Lars Trier, April, uh, Denmark. Yeah, he's Swedish. Okay, that makes some sense. So he doesn't have quite a feel for England, but more than we would, I guess. Uh, so the train fucking thing. Okay. Was okay. this the first dick we saw or no? No, it was, it was Shia LaBeouf's. It was not. Oh my god, Shia LaBeouf's dick. So I was trying to, I was trying to play. I was shocked by it. I was not. So I was trying to play League of Legends while watching this movie, right? Because I was so bored. And then like Shia LaBeouf's dick, dick appeared on the screen and I instantly got my team killed. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, in chat, if you saw Shia LaBeouf's dick, you would get everyone killed too. <laughs> was this like a suicide attempt no i just like i was distracted and i you know whatever uh, it wasn't a distracting dick Definitely no but it was just like, great, but... I was like oh that's shia labeouf oh that's his dick that's weird it traumatized me that's for sure <laughs> i i was like no even stevens no no <laughs> that and then Steven. He her five, three, five times and three times. <laughs> that Steven is definitely not even. Uh, no, oh. wait, it was three times and then five times. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, he didn't quite fill all of her holes yet. Got. Why is Shia LaBeouf's like a lead in this movie? That's what I hate. I mean, good for him getting a a thing started with Lars von Trier. Has he appeared in any more Lars von Trier movies, I wonder? Eh, don't have the energy to look it up. Oh. <laughs> and continuing on the tradition from season one, Redford always does his research. This train sequence is really weird, because she was all like, where's the lavatory? Okay, I don't know if you've been watching American Gods. Nope. Okay, so in American Gods, there's one of the goddesses is... um. Uh, Bilquist, who is the like a uh, Arabic I, I... goddess of like sex and 
lust. Yeah, she's whatever. like Aphrodite-ish. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Queen of Sheba, as she's called in most Bibles. Oh, okay. There's a scene in the final episode where it goes over her backstory, where she's like in a plane and she's all like, "Where's the bathroom?" And the guy's all like, "It's in the back." And she's like, "Will you show me?" And then she like fucks the guy in the bathroom and then absorbs him into her vagina. Uh, that's what she does. But, <laughs> it would have uh, been amazing if this happened in that movie. But I'm saying, like, that happened in this movie. This is eerily the exact same. Well, just remember, you have to just ask a lot of what questions. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. With oh wait, with one word answers, I guess I don't know. Which didn't fit the description. Where's the bathroom? That's more than one word answer. Uh, this, okay, this slut B, I would say that she was the instigator of her, of the horrible deviance that was Charlotte Gainsborough's character. I'd rather see a movie about B, that's all I'm saying. B fell in love and, like, stopped being a fucking psycho-ass bitch through high school. Oh, B was the one who fell in love. Yeah, that that's why she was so upset, because, like, her confidant was like, nope, I got infected with that horrible thing that we hate. Which is why we broke in shop window stores with Valentine's Day shit. They had to break a lot of windows if it was like Valentine's Day. That sex cult was weird, right? It was like, he was like, oh yeah, that's like Satan worship style shit. Yeah. He was like, that's the devil's tritone. I was like, what the fuck? And suddenly they're like, mea, mea vulva, mea vulva maxima or whatever. They're basically vagina. <clears throat> I love my I love my cunt. So they were saying, <laughs> I love my cunt. <laughs> and then, like, eventually, she introduces herself to the guy. This is after she already told like a good chunk of her story. Uh... And he's all like, "I'm Siegelman," and she's like, "That name is fucking ridiculous." <laughs> I, I laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "I'm Jewish," and she's like, "And eh, no one really cares." She's like, I'll still make fun of you for being a Jew. Which is probably going to go into our, uh, what, racism really segment? Racism really? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's a new segment that we had to introduce because of this movie, which we'll get to in one of the later chapters. So, okay, wait. So she fucks the people on the train. Mr. Mr. What's-his-name? M? So many letters. Mr. Mr. Ginger Dick. Who, who's M? Okay, he. I don't think it, it was M. It was just Mr. Whatever. There was a guy she fucked on the train to win all the sweets because B was like, oh, well, he paid for their tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then, what was it? And then he, he like, was... He gave like, her a oh. blowjob. She gave him a blowjob. Yeah, but first he, uh, B was like, if you blow this guy or do if you fuck him in any capacity, you get five points and that puts you ahead of me by like a certain number and then you win which meanwhile b's just like off standing waiting not getting any more points now fucking any more guys it would put her ahead by three points which is eight because she the point score was five to three another you see fibonacci yeah yeah anyway five and eight but that wasn't a particularly embarrassing stroke because she sucked that guy off and then let the jizz pour out of her mouth onto the train floor. What the fuck? That was so weird. It was just dis- it was disgusting. 
First off, spitters are quitters. Second off, what the hell, girl? Like, <laughs> clean up your mess. <clears throat> All this episode. <laughs> At least Already. have tissues in your bag or some We're shit. We're taking too long on this shitty chapter of this book. Yes, that was the first of chapter. Of this movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I would, if Lars uh, von Trier wrote this as a book, it wouldn't have held up. Although it, uh, Siegelman gives her a cake, and she's all like, oh, this is a Jew cake. And then, like, I know a guy who <laughs> ate this every day. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm Jewish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and then, she's like, you're feminine for using that cake fork. I think you're gay. Okay, which brings us to chapter two, Jerome, where... Cake fork. The montage at the beginning of this uh, this chapter is the best, where she's like fucking all these guys, and she's like, you're the first person who gave me an orgasm. And they're all like... Uh, uh. This is the maniac part of Nymphomaniac. It's like, you don't need to lie to these people. Uh. Why are you lying? The lying pays off so well. Wait until we get the Mrs. H. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> so good. Let's just blow past all the chapters till Mrs. H. <laughs> okay. So she needs a... Oh no, she went to go become a doctor like her dad. Who was a, they well, glazed over the fact he was a doctor. Well, okay, wait. First they... This is the sex cult <laughs> chapter. Uh, uh, something about vacuum cleaner. Um, <laughs> vacuum cleaner <laughs> she, cunt. She had a vacuum cleaner inside her cunt that had a talent for floppy dicks. Uh, and then they're like, oh, no. no love! Floppy and cocks. then B falls in love, and then, oh, Jesus. What oh, is... she whispers to her, which I loved this, because it was a quote, and it was, it was pretty good, actually. I thought, wow, B just grew up a whole bunch. She's like, the secret ingredient to sex is love. And then, uh, and then like, Joe, well, in future Joe telling the story is like, for me, love is just lust with jealousy added, which is, like, a great quote. That is a good quote as well, but what the hell, Joe? You can't be happy for B? You can't, uh, I don't know, because obviously she knew what love was. She was in love with Christian Slater. Oh, sorry, no, she loved Christian Slater because he was her dad. Like, she obviously loved him. She's like, oh, yeah, I love my father, and my mom was what you would call a cold bitch. This <laughs> is also like, the weird that. scene where, like, fucking Siegelman's all like envisioning her like masturbating while learning in school and I was like what is happening (laughs) what is happening right now um that was way out of nowhere and I was like god why why (laughs) I'm not saying well honestly if I was listening to this woman I would be thinking the same thing but she's like I wanted serious education and then you know yeah Okay, yeah. so what? Mm-hmm. Study medicine, dropped out because she was thinking about dicks. Uh, also, the scene that they open up on was it a vaginal exam? Yeah. Because medicine, I don't know. Uh, and that vagina made her think of how hers was empty, and it shouldn't be at the moment. <laughs> so she uh, couldn't concentrate. Had to go get some dick. That's what I took away from it. And this introduces the best, the second best character in this movie, Liz. The bitch secretary. I love Liz. I'm so happy that you said that. (laughs) Her best line is all like, apparently not knowing anything makes you qualified for this job. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Liz. You see her? I say, good job, Liz. Good job, Liz. And she's like, good job, Liz. And Liz, like, writes her name down in a book of people. She writes her name in a death note. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> dies by vagina killing her 
Um, okay, so she starts work, and apparently her boss is Jerome, the three plus five. Uh, yes. Shia Mr. Mr. Virginity Man. Also... In, still in the worst accent ever. Oh, he's winning that award this year. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> worst accent. Oh, okay. uh, Jesus. Um, also, speaking about awards, most gratuitous male and female nudity might come from this movie. I haven't. I don't know of any others that could be on this list. This movie is winning a lot of awards, but like, okay, he tries to like fuck her in the elevator. That's weird, right? Well, okay, she. He's like, why didn't you? Cause you're like a whore, right? And she's like, yeah. I don't know why I didn't. I only fuck guys once. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. She, She. Her answer was, I don't know why. The real answer is, yes, you know why. You. This is a rule in your little stupid club that you made with B, and the vacuum cleaner and nameless girls three and or nameless girls four and five. Where's vacuum cleaner? I want more vacuum cleaner. I also have a problem with the circle she runs in, calling a spade a spade. I'm like, what circle do you run in? You just fuck guys. You have no friends. You have no. Your friends. only friend is your cunt. <laughs> you're you're a sliding glass door of a cunt. And you're not very nice to your friend, by the way. Ugh. Shoving all those spoons up there. <laughs> oh my god. The spoons! Okay. Um, <laughs> I just realized we're going linear with this shit. Fuck. Uh, I, okay, we're just, we're just gonna say a couple things about each chapter. Um, uh, she falls in love with Jerome. Fucks yeah. everybody in office. Um, and, oh yeah. She falls in love with him. But he's like spiteful towards her because what was it? Oh yeah, his hands, that's why. She's like, I didn't like him, I thought him too feminine and blah blah blah. And I'm like, why do you have so many opinions about this man in particular? You seem to take any old buddy who comes along to your sliding glass door. But yeah, his hands, whatever. She wanted to be handled like one of his things picked up and put down and whatever. And I was like, Whoa. That shit's like I don't know. That got to that got to some place in me, and I was like, "That's fucking hot." <laughs> I don't know why. Um, <laughs> this also the ending of this chapter is the the montage of dicks. Oh uh, yes, the land of the big fat cocks. Did you know uh, if you combined all the foreskin off over time, no. it would reach to Mars no. and back again? Well, I'm sure that number is more because that this was, movie was four years ago. So and then Spiegelman was the all moon. like, "No, I did not know that." <laughs> Speaking of which, we have very, very, very intricate knowledge of Stellan Skarsgård's dick. Didn't need it. No, uh, slight... I was hoping. I was all like, "Please don't show his dick." The whole movie, I was like, "Please don't show his dick." <laughs> I do not want to see it. Even though he's naked in a lot of movies, I was still like, "I don't want to see this." <laughs> not like that not like this Stellan <laughs> not like this <laughs> okay chapter 3 Mrs. H okay okay oh this my is the favorite chapter, chapter. Yeah, this we is my need to spend too. more time on this one we really? have to uh, okay so it was great when that guy came over and she was all like we can never be together because you will never leave your wife and he's like too bad I left my wife oh god okay wait <laughs> so this is her whole thing she's like She's like, my sliding glass door was open, close, open, close. So I made up a game because I'm a horrible, psychotic bitch. I just roll a dice for everyone who called me, and I give them a, a 
positive to negative answer going from one to six. One is loving, two is happy, three is whatever, four is a rebuff, a, a gentle rebuff, five is scornful, and six is no answer at all. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Eventually, I guess somehow she would end up running out of people, but I guess not because she's constantly... She's acquiring dicks like Pokemon. She's got to catch them all. <laughs> oh, this no. movie's so good. This, 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 this part is so good. Mr. H is one of her Pokemon dicks, and so... was it? She had someone coming at 7... And he knew this. Oh, he was a particularly sticky bastard. So he knew there was someone else coming. Which, thank goodness, or else that would have been a really weird thing when that second guy came over. Who who was that? I don't... That was just another... He didn't get a a letter. But he knew Mr. H, though. No, but who who was the actor, though? That's what I want to know. He looks familiar. I'm going to look it up, okay? Yeah, good luck. There's so many... There's so many dicks in this movie. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Take it away with Mrs. H. Okay. Mrs. H comes up with the kids because she was all like, do you mind the kids calling him daddy while he's here in your whorehouse? I was just like, yes. Can we see it? <laughs> can, we see, can we see your whoring bed? <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. Whoring bed was added to my vocabulary after that. Uh, so good okay obviously mrs h is uma thurman just everything she's right here on imdb mrs h uh so Uh, funny she was all like you should see (laughs) what what did she say you should see the the little people whose lives you destroyed (laughs) she means children i'm assuming and then she leaves Okay, no. Just I this think... weird mishmash of scenes of her having a total fucking freak out. Yeah, I would too. Um I believed she was freaking out too. And then she was all like, Look at this bed, memorize it. This will help you in therapy. And then she's all like, silly me. I therapy costs a lot of money if we don't have any anymore. <laughs> Daddy takes the car. The children must be used to public transport. And then she's like, Let's all have tea. Then the next guy arrives. She's fucking... Oh, the next guy. uh, Actor... Wait a second. The next guy who was A. He did get a, a letter. um, And his name is Kyron Melville. So, ha. Ah. Okay, what <laughs> other movies has he been in? Uh, Where's his filmography? He has been in... Let's see. The Guardian Angel is coming out 2018. The Drop 2008. Nope. Okay, pre production. The Christmas Family 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Hotel. Bad Hotel It? Not interesting. Oh, The Borges. The, Bor- the Borges. Okay. okay. Okay, that's where he's from. Okay. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Finally, a movie I've seen. Um, Let's see. God, he was a lot uh, of things, I guess. And then eventually, what, Mrs. H is all like. So how many lives are you able to destroy in one day? Five, fifty, or several hundreds? I thought I thought you were gonna say that to me when you opened up the episode. <laughs> Five fifty. Just because I should have. It's gonna be like only one, just yours. <laughs> uh, just yours. 
And she's like, this is big a misunderstanding. And then she was like, I hope this isn't a misunderstanding. Ruining all these lives can't be a cruel, a joke so cruel. Oh my god. <sighs> Basically, god. I'm going to end up cutting in the entire scene of Mrs. H. Because it was, there's just So nothing. good. It's just so good. There is uh, nothing that cannot be, that can be described well enough about this scene. <laughs> Listeners, go and watch the scene with Mrs. H. The rest doesn't matter. And then a uh, flashback to current day, and she's all like, I'm reading Edgar Allan Poe. And she's like, why? This is so dumb. Um, was he reading while she was, while she was... He had, like, the book, like, right next to him, and she was all like, what's that? Oh, okay, yeah, she was looking for things in the room to draw inspiration to, or from. So that was, this chapter, what's the name of this chapter again? Delirium. Ah, delirium. I wanted to say dementia. <laughs> um, yeah, delirium. So Christian Slater is dying. Thank God. He's hallucinating and going crazy. Joe can't handle it. She goes downstairs, fucks a guy, jump cuts. He's going crazy again. She can't handle it. She goes downstairs, he's... fucks a guy. He's shitting she... himself. <laughs> oh no, we saw Christian Slater's ass. No. Oh, oh. yeah. No, Jimmy Dean, no. Yeah, uh, and then he cuts, like, a rose on him, and then he's dead, and blah, 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 blah. And then her mom finally comes. Whatever. Yeah, finally comes to the hospital. And also, so apparently Christian Slater dies, and she gets misty as fuck, but not in the eyes. She lubricated, and I have to say, Christian Slater dying also made me wet, so... Thank God. He's dead. She has her shit about trees because of his stupid fuck shit. I don't know. And then they're talking about monophony, which is like a... Oh, I liked this one. I liked this chapter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there was like some actual story to each one. Yeah, chapter five, the little organ school. Yay. Which, was there anything in the room to draw inspiration from or did he just start talking about it well he started talking about how like oh no there was he had a book about organ music and he was talking about how like um how um bach was the master of polyphony which is like using fibonacci numbers as musical sequences because there's only three voices in music it all comes back to these stupid numbers um anyway um so it was like, oh man, I don't even know. Fucking fuck my fuck. Uh... <laughs> Perfect description for this movie. Um. Okay. Basically, he's like, there's a there's a deep voice, there's a there's a there's a high voice, and there's like a bass voice or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. So, okay. and then she relates this to three different guys. Yay. <laughs> okay. So okay. the. First guy was the. He Ms. was the polite F? guy. I don't it was, know. It was like Mr. F. I don't know. G. Either way, Mr. F eats the pussy. That is all he. Yeah, does. it is Mr. F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like One of washes the few her. people whose dick we didn't see, by the way. Oh yeah, and he was afforded special liberties. I was like, is that a liberty? She was <laughs> enjoying that. She had the biggest smile on her face. You know why? She's what? fucking crazy as shit. That's, That's why. True. I don't understand. I was like, no, if some creepy ass dude came to my house, 
put a put a down comforter in a bucket, then water. I didn't understand the down comforter. And then washed me like a child. Woo! Well, speaking of children, we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, it was fucked up. And so that was him. I liked him the least, but he was the most shocking of all of them. Uh, who was the next voice? Um, G. A? G, yes. Like a cat. So in other words, an asshole. <laughs> he, he didn't come in when I opened the door. He stayed outside like a cat. Like he had all the time in the world. Uh, okay, this guy, was it? He was a, a, a big cat, basically? Yeah, he was like a leopard or something. Mm, or a lion or something. There was some again, we're going back to the um planet Earth imagery. Just like suddenly him fucking her was equated to a a big cat eating a gazelle, like a leopard. Yeah. I was like, this makes no sense. Did he Well, I guess he did eat you at some point. God, why? Why? <laughs> Oh, that's right. She had a telepathic link to to what's his name F. That was his get, and then this dude was like an animal. Um, oh, and then Shia LaBeouf. Fill all my holes. Okay, so then she's all like, she finds all these like. Oh my god, she finds all these like ripped up photographs in the same park she goes to, and they're all pictures of Jerome. And then she finds out that it's like. Jerome's mm. there, even though he left. And he had married who? <laughs> Liz. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but then, then uh, Siegelman's all like, wait, are you lying to me? You can't just tell me <laughs> that you walked to this park and you found <laughs> pictures of Jerome. And she's all like, why wouldn't you believe my story? And he's like, oh, true. I believe you. Like, what is happening? She's like, it doesn't fucking matter to me whether you believe it or not. I'm just telling you this shit. Which probably she was lying since she's a fucking psycho. Just and saying. Then, and then she like whispered in his ear, fill all my holes. God. Uh... I would never say that to Shia LaBeouf. Ever. Never in a million. Nope. Never. God. Okay. Yeah. That happens. And then she fucking had a kid. By accident. I Wait hope? a second. We're getting into movie number two territory. Yay. Yeah. Oh no, wait. That's right. So he was like, okay, he was her secret ingredient that B told her about cuz she loved him even though he was effeminate and had strong hands and whatever the fuck else. But every time uh, he had sex with her, she never had an orgasm. She was empty. She found love but then lost or- the power of orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> this should tell us something about she, the character. She was like, I feel nothing. Then suddenly starts beating the shit out of her vagina with a wet towel. Holy hell. <laughs> She's not very nice to her only friend there. <laughs> not at all. What the hell was that all about? Uh, I don't know about a lot of this movie. Okay, movie two. <laughs> she has then, a kid. Okay, wait, no. Let's back up, because there's, there's more before that. Um, she was 12, and then she had a, like, a, a spontaneous orgasm, and then she saw visions of two women, 
And then, like, Stellan Skarsgård's like, are you kidding me? You had two visions. She had, you had visions and you don't even know what you were seeing. And she was like, yeah, this, this happened. And he was like, well, obviously that was Valeria Masania, the wife of Emperor Claudius. And then, like, some other person. And he's, she's like, okay. The whore Babylon. The whore Babylon. She was like, okay. (laughs) Like. She's like, whatever. She's like, I thought you weren't religious. Which, he gets super religious a lot in this movie. He was like, like, no, I'm not religious. I just read everything. I just read. That's like me. I read everything. Um, well, good for you because you do it enough for the both of us. <laughs> nope, can't. I can't read. I never told you this before. <laughs> uh, the only part of me that can read is my cunt. And then uh, Siegelman points out that he's asexual. He just doesn't like sex. Uh, he just doesn't have that desire. And he is the perfect person to listen to her story and not ju- and judge whether she's a bad person or not. Because he just... It doesn't bother him. Which, I mean, I guess. That's cool. Whatever. Good for you, Siegelman. But God, just knowing this movie before... If you watch this movie cold, like never seen it before and don't know anything about it, he's believable. But looking at it through the eyes of someone who has seen both movies prior, I was like, you fucking psychotic bastard. (laughs) I hate you. So, yeah. Oh, this is the pussy spoon. I mean, the cunt spoon. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Chapter six, the Eastern and Western Church, colon, the silent duck. Colon the silent duck. <laughs> uh, I didn't know the silent duck was part of this one. Um, oh yeah, that's right. It was because at some point I was like, God, there was a lot between the between chapter this one and the next one. I almost forgot about the chapters by the time they introduced the next one. Was this the longest chapter? Yeah, I think so. Um, so let's see. She stip sticks um spoons up her vagina and How many? whatever. Did it you was count? like six. It was like six, right? No, it was like fucking twenty. You know why? Why? She, she grabbed like, like a she grabbed like a thing of spoons. I remember now. Yeah, like she she got up, made a scene first off, walked over there, grabbed a shit ton of spoons, clinked them all the way over to the table. Cause Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, she's with Shia LaBeouf at lunch or whatever. She's describing you know some of the fun times with them that didn't involve trying to get orgasms out of him didn't work um and he's like can you stick this spoon up your cunt with the worst accent ever and she's like oh and she grabs the spoon puts it down walks over grabs like 50 spoons out of a tray makes a huge scene and then just starts shoving them on up there and like everyone's watching and he like starts noticing that more and more people are noticing her doing this very obvious spoon vagina-ing and the waiter comes over and he's like oh did you not get a spoon and she's like nope I didn't and so he gets them fresh spoons and then they leave and you just hear the clanking of silverware dropping on the floor just so much I could not count uh, then she, I know, uh, it's awful. It's awful. She becomes pregnant. She wants a, c- a C-section because she hopes that she would get feeling in her cunt again, which is dumb. And then she, like, imagines the baby laughing at her. <laughs> like, that's funny. Which psychosomatic, by the way, that whole vagina thing. She's just, she's a psycho. That's it. 
Also, the baby laughing. Hilarious. I was like, that looks like a demon child. And it probably is. Did you check for the sixes? And then um, Jerome's all like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You want sex all the time. I can't take it. You should go fuck other guys. And she's like, you want me to fuck other guys? And he's like, you could be more delicate with your words. And Shia LaBeouf sheds a few tears. I think he's a method actor, by the way. I don't know if he... If he that is. Like he's definitely him. a method actor. And then she goes out, like, wearing glasses, <laughs> looking like a teacher, and she's like, my car doesn't work. And then, like, she comes home, and Shia LaBeouf is, like, crying, because he's all like, did you fuck them? <laughs> Just, you told her to do that. Like, what is wrong with you? And she's like, do you know me? Have you met me? I'm a psychotic. Of course I did. All of the, all of the 40 dudes who walked up just <laughs> cuz what was it? She had a 6 cylinder or whatever and took off plugs and shit. And there was like 8,000 combinations that it could have been. And I was like, "Okay, but how are you actually going to fix the car and move it? Did you just fuck your car up for some dick?" I don't mm. And then, mm. let's see, three years later, she sees some black guys. And then she's like, I'm going to fuck those black guys. Okay, uh, wait a second. So, the three years later part. This is where she turns from Stacy Martin, so goodbye Stacy Martin, that's the young Joe, to Charlotte Gainsborough. I feel like <laughs> this is going way too long. How long are we into this? It's, we're already an hour into this. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she sees some black guys who don't speak English. She tries to fuck the black guys. <clears throat> they argue because they don't want to fill each other's dicks inside of her. Whatever. And this is my favorite scene, I have to say. She just, like, slowly leaves. Why? It's your favorite scene? Because of what? Black dicks? Hmm? Hmm? No, no, no. This hmm? is, okay. It was the best because it <clears throat> told me, in that one scene, that told me everything I needed to know about this movie. Because it was her sitting there, like, totes bored, just staring at these two guys arguing with each other. Meanwhile, basically having a sword fight, two huge dicks just, like, pointing at each other. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> like, They're raging okay. boners. And I was like, what the hell? Time to bring up our first segment. Racism? Yay. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The black guys, their names are Mr. N and brother of Mr. N. <laughs> no. Really? Is that what it says on IMDb? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like Mr. N and brother of Mr. N. <sighs> And then she says something about Negroes, and then Sp Spiegelman's all like, you can't say that. And she's like, yeah, I can say that. <laughs> like, In the circles I run in, it's appropriate to call a spade a spade also racist. Yeah. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? What circle? <clears throat> the circle jerk you run in? I don't understand. The circle jerk. Oh, my God. Uh, she just lays on the floor in the middle. Uh, okay, let's get to the good part where she meets the dangerous man. I think that's what she calls him, right? Uh oh, yeah, the hidden duck man. And this is Jamie Bell, right? That's that's crazy. He was he was in Jumper. Yeah, he's also in Snowpiercer, which oh my god, I love Snowpiercer. Uh oh, with um, what's his name? Yeah, that's right, he was with um, fuck. Now I can't remember the name of seen? the person I love more than anyone else in the world. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yeah, it was with um Captain America. Yeah. I ate a baby. <laughs> the the last 10 minutes of that movie is better than all four and a half hours of this movie. <laughs> what I wonder though, 
what I uh, wonder is like, okay, we could do Snowpiercer later. We got more to do about this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, K whips her, slaps her, and it's like a a sub dom relationship. This is what Fifty Shades of Grey should have been. Because it was hardcore as fuck. Yeah, yeah definitely. it was great. I loved it. At one point, he gets a rubber glove, puts like a bunch of what I thought were dimes, but they're in some other European country. So coins in the in the fingers and smacks the shit out of her. And she has coin marks on her face. <laughs> that was great. And her name was Fido. <laughs> yeah, he named them all. He, one of them was Princess. He's like, Princess, I already told you, you can't come here after five, until after five days. You need to go. And she was like all dejected and shit. Uh, and then uh, she leaves her baby at home alone. Jerome comes and is like, you can't just leave babies here. <laughs> that is called child abuse, yes. Um, you can't leave a baby alone to fall out of a window like the last movie you were in, directed by Lars von Trier. Uh, <laughs> if that baby fell out that window, she would have been happy, though. And then she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, you, oh no, Jerome's all like, do you want to be with me or with him? And then she immediately goes over there and he whips her a hundred times or 40. Yeah. Because <sighs> she, she walks in there and is all like, do me, do me, and like pushes some other chick who was in there out of the way. He's like, Fido, what's gotten into you? <laughs> I love that he called her Fido. And he's like, I have a present for you. Remember those ropes you made me, I made you tie together? Oh, what was it? In... In groupings of four, three, or five, which there's yeah. at three and five again, and it was he made a cat of nine tails, I think. Yeah, with like blood knots, Ugh. also known as barrel knots by people who are not sadists. Just saying, <laughs> it's called a barrel knot. It's one of the knots I know. It's the only knot I know, other than the the shoelace knot. Um. <laughs> So, uh, oh, that's right. He, he, what's his name? Stellan, uh, Selgman or whatever. He, he, Siegelman. Thank you. Um, nope, Sealman. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he tells her, "Oh, that must have been a what do you call it knot? Because as you loosen, it loosens, and as you pull tight, it pulls tight." I was like, yeah. "Wow, okay, wow. great." The story he told was interesting. <clears throat> I guess. Um, and then, like, Spiegelman's are like, wait, what about the silent duck? And then she goes, yeah, he fisted me in my ass. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this movie. Was it her ass? I didn't quite get that one. Um, Spiegelman seemed, was... like, super surprised. So yeah. I'm assuming it was a hole less used by her. Although all of her holes were definitely filled at one point or another. By apparently ducks and cocks and all. Oh my god. And then um and then she's like jerking off in the bathroom at work or rubbing off. I don't know, whatever. Uh and her boss is all like, "Look, you need to see a psychiatrist. This is getting out of hand." So she becomes abstinent. And she's Whoa. like, "I know, right?" Also, did she not say at some point during this time I was not able to achieve orgasm until was it? Until that dude whipped her 40 times and she came on a book on a phone book. That was when she got it back, I guess, right? God. Either way, her her vagina's bleeding because she used she used it all up. I I don't know about vaginas much, but can you wear them out? 
Is it like a car tire? <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? I didn't, I guess I didn't so. think that was a thing. It's like, well, she's like, oh yeah, it bled all the uh, time now. Because I, like, fucked it up. I guess her car tire looks like that spare I have in my trunk. Like, at this point. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, uh, all so, used up and dried out and full of cracks uh, so Joe's in uh, Sex Addicts Anonymous she tosses everything out oh my god all the things that remind you of sex which is apparently everything except in for her, her leaf yeah. book I know, everything right? everything's she gone be... <sighs> time to cut off my fingers <laughs> <laughs> so who is it she painted over her mirrors I didn't get that what are you turned on by yourself I don't get it I don't know, I guess so. Maybe she saw herself naked after a shower or some shit. Maybe that's what she was trying to do. I don't know. It was rough. It was a rough scene. Because she's, like, looking at her her Christian Slater book with all her leaves and shit. And she just, like, starts deep-throating herself with her fingers because apparently fingers remind her of sex. God. Well, I guess for obvious reasons. God. God. This woman was sick. Uh, and then she realizes that, like, society cannot accept her, and she cannot accept society. So that goes to Chapter 8, The Gun. Thank God. Okay. <clears throat> Apparently, since she'd only done office work and whatever the hell else, suddenly suddenly, L, who was her husband in the Antichrist movie, uh, he's like, what? A, what is he? He's like a... What does he do for loan He's sharks? He's like a manx, like a gangster, pretty much. Well, what I think it is is that he's like in the business of <laughs> the business. Yeah, he's in the business of roughing people up to get money out of them. Yeah, to get the money they owe him. Okay, and like he tells her, "Okay, you're gonna be my subcontractor from now on. I'm not gonna give you a job. I'm gonna give you a small business. Good for you." Which I don't know what loyalty he had to her other than the last movie they did together. Yeah, she was just a. A debt collector. So she like uses she the skill she learned from Kay to torture men to give up their money. And torch cars. And torch cars. Uh and then she like meets a guy, finds out he's a pedophile. Ugh, whatever. Oh man, this scene fucked me up. <laughs> also, uh don't hate me. Uh <laughs> this scene okay, she's like Basically, she's like, you have a perfectly good truth detector right here. And then she tells him stories and shit. And then she's like, oh, there's a boy in shorts. And I was like, fuck, fuck, I don't like this, fuck. Oh, no. And she's like, he crawls all over you. And I was like, fuck. And just getting the hugest boner while she's describing this shit to him. And then she, like, rapes him, right? Yeah. He obviously didn't want it. And then she's like, he's like, or then she's, like, telling Spiegelman, like, yeah, I pity pedophiles because they can't actually act out on their sexual advances. Ugh, Jesus. And if they do, they go to jail. Yeah. I don't know. She, okay, she presumed a lot about this guy. She was like, oh yeah, he probably never acted on his sexual desires. And I'm like, what do you know about abstinence, girl? It lasted a week for you. You don't know his life. Maybe he is like an actual pedophile. Maybe he has hurt children in the past terrible to think about but she knows nothing about him she's like he probably just admitted it to himself i'm like you don't know that you are then, assuming <clears throat> then william defoe's like you must find a protege so she finds p uh, her princess penelope phoebe 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, Who has the weird ear? <laughs> a, a slight deformity of her right ear. God. Also, pedophile guy. Really nice cock. Just putting that out there. So Agree with me if you want, listeners, or don't. I hope he's not an actual pedophile in real life. No. That would be disturbing. Let me uh, see. Uh, flashback with P. Um, <sighs> Jesus. Um, man. She tells Stellan Skarsgård, basically, I found a child who was underage, decided I was going to go give her the smallest amount of love that my psychotic ass is capable of. And that girl fell in love with me. Yeah. And they're also, both deformed. Child, child abuse. Because she became her legal guardian after she turned 18. But she knew this child since she was 16. And I'm like, what? No. Why? This, you, are, you are the legal conservator of this girl. Which I don't know why you would need one when you're 18. Whatever. Um, and then she's all like, look, these are soul trees. This is my father's soul tree. It is not an ash tree. It is an oak tree. He is day, dead now. <laughs> and one day I will find my soul tree. Oh my god. Oh my god. Her soul, the pea's soul tree has a weird ear. <laughs> it has a weird branch. Um, god. Does she find... No, that's at the end of this chapter when she finds her soul tree. Um, her soul tree, soul tree, soul tree. Um, so... Uh. She she apparently is having DTs from not having any orgasms because her vagina is bleeding all, all the, time. the time. She has a wound down there because <laughs> she can't fucking stop plunging at it like a psychotic. Um, so then P finds her having her DTs and she's like, oh, Joe, what's going on? And then she tries to fuck her and she does. This lent something to the character that I actually appreciated, which was that, was it, the girl takes her clothes off and she's like, don't you like me? And she's like, you're beautiful and starts crying. And I'm like, whoa. So then, the hell? <laughs> uh, then they go out to collect some debt and she finds out it's Jerome's house. And she's like, P, you take care of this. No. Then, uh... No. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Also, when Jerome, when she change characters jerome didn't which is weird but he did in the last scene he did so that guy had like very little to him maybe i don't know shia labeouf like sucked the right dick or something i don't know it's to weird. to stay in longer it was weird know. was it p has a gun and she's using it for intimidation right yeah and then uh joe takes the gun from her and is like we don't use guns and then Joe explains, or uh, Joe explains that Jerome has to pay off his debt in six payments. P goes over there every time. Um, <sighs> six Joe's... payments, by the way, pretty reasonable for a loan shark. Uh, months later, yeah, months later, after P is collecting the final payment, uh, she doesn't kiss Joe goodbye, and Joe's all like, "That's weird, right? Because we're like lesbian lovers, whatever." Uh, goes to the alley and finds out that. Oh no, she looks through the window, see P naked in the kitchen with Jerome while drinking wine. Ugh, Jesus, it's awful. Uh, and then, uh, Joe walks home, they meet in the alley. Uh, 
Jerome beats the shit out of her and then fucks P in front of her and leaves her in the alley for Spiegelman to find her. And now the story... Oh, no, wait. You you forgot two important things. She tried to shoot Jerome, which is why he beat the shit out of her. Also, oh, yeah. she tried to run away and found her soul tree. God, why? God, why? Um, and that's oh. why. And then... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. And the, the, the Illuminati numbers. Oh, and he whis- she whispers, fill all my holes. <laughs> uh, God! And- that's right i I, god i didn't get that because they left her for dead basically after beating her up and pissing on her literally and she's like fill all my holes and i'm like you fucking whore what the hell is wrong with you i didn't think i'd be this judgmental about this movie all god's children to each their own good for you for liking sex but there's other things wrong in your brain okay tell us the final scene peter please paint a picture for us it fades to black. No, no, no. It fades to Spiegelman, like, leaving her after they talk about stuff. It's dumb. Uh, and then he comes back into the room, takes off his pants, starts jerking off to her butt, and then tries to have sex with her. And then it fades to black. And she says no. And then you hear a gun... No, no, he says something like, but you fucked thousands of men. And then she, sh- you hear a gun so- shot. And that's... That's exactly what he said, yes. <laughs> And that's the end of the movie. You hear a gunshot and then, like, a body fall to the floor and then her, like, grabbing her shit and running. And I was like, whoa. Uh, okay. Okay. We need a... Okay. Movie end. Okay. Uh, next segment. <laughs> okay, Red. How many... <laughs> God, my... <laughs> How many... How many Fibonacci numbers do you give this movie? <laughs> Do I give it a three or a five? Mm-hmm. Well, Obviously, one's also a Fibonacci a... number. Uh, you know what? I give it a 3.5 just to keep in line with the movie. It was really fucking long, but it had it clinched me. As soon as the first dick came out, I was like, okay, now I have to pay attention to this bullshit. No, no, I you don't. I was traumatized. Ugh, it was the I was traumatized fucking... by Shia LaBeouf's dick. I be- fully believe this is the worst movie we watched so far. <laughs> no, that was would... Sucker Punch. No, I would rather watch Sucker Punch again. Whatever. <laughs> At least no dragon, majestic, beautiful beasts died in that movie. In this movie. No, the the majestic beast that died was my erection. That was. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh... There were a Maybe. lot of erections that died in this movie. Oh my god, I hate this. I'm giving it okay. a one. Oh wait, ask me. Ask me a number of thing. They make it funny. Uh, <laughs> gee, I can't do it on command, Peter. Jesus. Okay, how many, how many holes to fill do you give this movie? Well, there was a thousand holes filled in this movie, but I'm only going to give it one. One <laughs> filled hole. Uh, oh my god. Actually, sorry, how many weird ears do you give this movie? That's a better one. One weird ear. Oh, one. One weird okay. ear. Okay. I, I, I like that. Okay. One weird ear. That's official change of answer from holes to ears. Um, One weird ear. Ears have holes in them as well, so there. Okay, now for our next segment, Shining Light. Shining, Shining Light. Shining Okay. Mrs. H is obviously right. the shining light, right? 
Yep, no arguments. No arguments. Segment's done. It was amazing. I could have just watched a whole movie about that. That could have been a short filmed, and I, and I would have loved it. If that was the whole movie, that twenty, that 10 minutes, I would have gave it a 5. Yes, actually, speaking of creative rewriting... Oh, um, no. Yep, that's my creative rewriting as well. Just, just that, that whole movie? Just that? Need, I agree. All we need is Mrs. H. That's all it. We, we didn't need to see Stellan Skarsgård's dick. We didn't need anything else. We didn't need to see Charlotte Gainsborough's nipples, which were shocking to me. I have not had the opportunity to see many a female nipple, but that one, like, I was like, Whoa. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, how, how did you fare throughout all this uh, female nudity? <laughs> You know, I'll tell you a lovely story of when I was growing up. For some strange-ass reason, I think we had a TV in our bedroom when I was growing up, and, you know, HBO, fun channels, movies, and whatever. Uh, if you leave the television on while you're sleeping and wake up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., there is sexy TV on. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, but I'm going to watch it anyway. And I saw a naked woman, and I was like, I covered my eyes, and I was like, well, that's definitely not for me. <laughs> and I felt that way about most of, all of this, the female nudity. But I was not disgusted. I was just like, well, this is definitely not for me. I, I know this 100% now. How did you fare with all of the land of the giant cocks? I don't know. I see a cock every day, so I was okay with it. <laughs> like Okay. I don't know, penises don't bother me. Like, a lot of, like, guys are like, ew, that's a dick, I don't want to look at that. But, like, you see your dick every day, it's the same thing. It's just there, like... Now, Shia LaBeouf's dick, though, I, I did not want to see that. That traumatized or me. Or Stellan Sarsgaard, because I actually like him as an actor. I don't like I don't like Shia LaBeouf, but I do like Stellan Sarsgaard. Um, I also like that he is the father of one of my many loves maybe maybe it's just like maybe it's like dicks of celebrities that i like or don't like maybe i just don't want to see that maybe yeah. that's what it is yeah but william defoe someone it's, it's, it I feels been, like someone you know i would have been down to see william defoe's dick just saying wait no yeah. that was an antichrist never mind yeah actually no that. it wasn't for some reason wasn't it what i don't remember that movie it was simulated I, Oh. He was fucking her in the shower, but it was too non... It, strangely enough, wasn't them. I think it was probably on William Defoe's part, because obviously she has no problem showing all of her jelly. Just did you know? Did you know in almost all the sex scenes, they replace all the actors with, like, porn actors? Really? In they did not movie? have... She, none of the main actors had any sex in this movie. Nudity, yes, but no. Okay, that's fine, though. Yeah. Oh wait, I thought the what's her Shia LaBeouf and what's her face actually fucked. I don't think so. Oh, oh well. That's oh well. Sad. Eh, who cares? Um, oh I thought God, I thought they were more hardcore than that. I thought Lars von Trier was more hardcore than that. Okay. Uh, review corner. I don't even. I don't even want to do this. <laughs> I don't. You don't I have don't, to do it. I don't you want can, to do have reviews anymore. Before. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. <clears throat> Two-star review. <laughs> <laughs> By Tokyo Choo Choo. 
This is a recent <laughs> review too. It, it I love the names. Year. Tokyo Choo Choo. Uh, Nymphomaniac Volume One was an uneven but entertaining film. Volume Two, however, is a complete is is completely awful. Character motivations don't make any sense at all, and the acting gets even wonkier. And that ending just awful. The first part clawed its way to enjoyable mediocrity, but the second is just flat out shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't I hate... agree. I think the whole thing was cohesive. You're not gonna agree with this second review. Uh, <laughs> this is a review for Volume Two by Lamont Raymond. Okay. Vastly superior to the first film, but I really hate the ending. Feels like a cop out after four hours of sitting through the story. The benefit of two, though, is you don't have to deal with. With Slater or Uma Thurman, who really sink the first part, and you get more of Gainsborough, who is awesome. First off, Slater and Uma Thurman uh. are the saving graces of this of this trill this duo film. I half agree with you. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not a fan of Christian Slater. Can't do it. I can't co-sign anything he does anymore. Not after I saw Heather's. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, there was there was one review though that like it was like twenty paragraphs of just like ripping into this movie. It it was amazing. I'm not gonna read it, but it was so good. Um. Hmm. Hey, Red. Uh. Yes. What's been making you happy this week? What's, been, what's make... been giving me life? Yeah. Let's do that. What's been giving me life? Couple things. Uh, today, specifically, what's giving me life is, it was a really good money-making day for me. I made $163. Oh, sweet. Yay. Yeah, I, need, I know, it was really good. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> I spent it all. My car payment was due today. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, that was great. Um, also, what's been giving me life is, uh... My I started up a YouTube channel. I've said this in the last episode. And I'm just like playing around with YouTube shit. Haven't posted any videos, probably will. I haven't posted any videos yet. I probably will as of <clears throat> posting this episode though. So, I'll put the links to that in the description. Ooh. Uh, I want to I want to be in a video where I eat in front of a camera, even though that probably wouldn't be interesting. It'd just be like me eating while playing League of Legends, but like You'd be shocked how many Okay. Pe- okay. There's a girl who started a channel a year ago. She's got 50,000 subscribers now. That's and crazy. she's not even that popular. Oh, jeez. Well, I so, hope your rise yeah. to fame is as swift as the dicks going into all the cunts. <laughs> oh, my God. We've said cunt too much for a lifetime because that is a deeply offensive word to a lot of people. Oh, well. <laughs> I call a spade a spade. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah, and also we I set up a Patreon for the podcast. Links in the description, listeners. You don't have to support us, but if you do, we'd really appreciate it. Possibly bring you some better content, not better content, but higher quality content. Yeah. Yeah. Papa needs daddy, a new mic. Daddy needs a new mic. Yep. Shit. Papa needs just, a new mic. Daddy needs we, a new mic. <laughs> we just need new mics. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, also. Sorry, I I got a lot of shit. 
<laughs> yeah, I can tell. Keep on going. I'm okay with this. I have two. I have two last things. Okay. Uh, two, the... two more. What? Yeah. It, real quick, just more like a PSA. Season seven of Shameless just dropped to Netflix. Cool. Great. I'm glad there's another season. And I don't like I... Shameless. What? I I had this conversation with Cat yesterday. I don't like Shameless. Mm. I think it's good. No, I think it's really good. I just it's not the show for me. Mm, it's pretty depressing. Like, it's pretty fucked up. It's not even uh, that. I was just like, I feel... Okay, so, like, the reason why I don't like Seamus is because I feel like watching the lives of these fucked up people doing fucked up things to the people around them, I just don't like that. And my girlfriend compared it to It's Always mm. Sunny in Philadelphia. But, like, no. the problem with that analogy is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is surreal. Like, the things they do is very surreal, and they know it. So the show is more of like a parody of the lives of these people, whereas Shameless, I actually believe these people exist right now, and I just cannot they do. take that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I cannot take that. They're everywhere in in, in every inner city in America. There's a lot I, of them. I know, and I just don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't like I don't it. I don't like it, but it it sucks you in. Also, like the first episode full-on dick shot of that guy who was in reba the reba mcintyre show which was way more wholesome than this also as of yesterday i just realized that i have lost 20 pounds on my new diet super happy about it oh sweet if only i could lose the 50 pounds i want to lose so i could go to this new water park <laughs> hashtag stretch goals um stretch damn goals. it i hashtag oh Fuck. no okay. you gotta put that in <laughs> yeah i do um but yeah, I've been juicing, it works, it's great. What's giving you life, Peter? Okay, um, wait. I had something lined up, and I totally forgot what it is. Okay, couple things. I also have a couple things. Suck it. Um, Big Brother starts <laughs> this week, which when ah. this post, Big Brother started like four weeks ago. Um, so... <laughs> And you personally know someone in the house. <laughs> and I made I made a very excellent, highly like scripted Excel sheet because me and Kat are doing a Big Brother mo- uh, draft of all the people in the house. I'm Whoa. super excited about it. If only someone else was as excited about Big Brother as I am. Um, no, my aunt. So like an NFL draft or something? Yeah. So we draft the people going into the house. And there's points based off, like, how long mm-hmm. they've been in the house and if they win a competition. And <sighs> it's nice. It's just Wow. Nice. Yeah, I know. I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> Never before has uh, reality TV been so interactive. Text now if you want Adam Lambert to win. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um... Okay. <laughs> And then, um, the second thing is, I don't know, Magic the Gathering is, like, good again, so that's good. Uh, I don't know. But what about Lucid Morpheus Edition? Holy shit, I got to play test two, I had, I got to play test, um, Metagames Inc., uh, one of the games they're working on, it's called, like, Dungeon Jeweler. Ooh. It's super fun. Super fun. And then hopefully, once that goes on to Kickstarter in September, I'll be able to have them on my other podcast where we talk about board games. Um, and then I played a eight-person version a eight-person version of Lucid, and that was amazing. Uh, that game is so good. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. 
It seems almost Uno-ish, but way more entertaining. It's super entertaining. Like, like we were just playing games with just three people, and that was super fun, too. Like, uh, it's just a good game, and it's easy, and it's fun. The worst part about that game, though, is... (laughs) Oh, Jared's gonna kill me. Uh, Is the font on the dice that comes with the game is a little bit unlegible. So we were just making fun of the dice for, like, an hour, but, you know. No! And it was funny because Jared. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's not. So then Jared was all like, "Man, I ordered like millions of these dice," and I was like, "No." I just started Uh, laughing. There'll be a link in the description to that. um, uh, Lucid Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, uh, and then he told me they have plans for expansions for the game. Cool. Because the the colon Morpheus edition actually means something. I thought it was just there to be there. No, there's gonna be multiple editions mm-hmm. of the game, and you can put them all together. So, cool. Now I really like it. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, Red. Do you want to hear the Yay. next movie? We are. Do you want to hear the next movie we are doing? Uh, I hope you're not trying to get back at me with it, but I wouldn't blame you if you were. I am not. Wow, <laughs> you are kinder than I am. We are doing a movie that is brand new. Ooh. It's not even released Uh, yet as of this recording. (laughs) What? Yeah, I know. It gets released Wednesday. (laughs) Also support us on Patreon, listeners. It won't. No, you don't have to go to a movie theater. It's a Netflix release. Ooh, okay, never mind. But we Uh, can see theater movies if you support us on Patreon. Well, I feel like that's... a tip whore. Anyway, I probably well, yeah, with my time, like I would have to go at like 8 a.m. and see a movie by myself as the only one in the theater. Uh, anyway, we are watching Oakja. 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 Oakja is the newest movie by director Jun Bong Jun Ho. Hmm. Hmm. So is it a foreign film? No, okay, so it's a Korean slash American film uh starring Tilda Swinton, <gasps> uh I know, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh Gnas- <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito, I love that guy. He's so good. Um Steven Young, who is uh what's his face from Walking uh Walking Dead? Uh yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of great people in this movie. It is one of Netflix's biggest films releasing this year. And it's about a super pig. <laughs> oh, Paul Dano's in it too, and Lily Collins. I'm is like it Oakjaw? Oakjaw, O K J A. I'm down. Also, I love movies with handsome women and beautiful men. Amazing. Wait, are Jake Gyllenhaal and Tilda Swinton the leads? Uh, Tilda Swinton is the lead. The other lead is this little girl who's new to films, and she's Korean. I think her name is uh, So Hyun An. Cool. I love Korean names. Yeah. I also love Japanese names because their literal translations are like song and bird and sky. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Why don't we have great names like that? Um, uh, <clears throat> I could read you the uh, description of the movie if you want the... Uh want the uh um yeah sure uh, we might want to save that for next time but whatever oh that's true all right peter now that we're done talking about all these cunts and all these giant oh, fat cocks Jesus. oh man take us away <laughs> as always uh, 
my social media at Zenzuma, Z E N Z O O M A, where I okay. tweet about how I don't like white people rapping. <laughs> Racism, really? Racism, really? Uh, <laughs> well, as long as we're not making fun of the Jews for their Jew cakes. Um, <laughs> Why are you eating that with a fork? <laughs> You're not- Shia it's LaBeouf's a pastry, like, not a cake. Shia LaBeouf is like, where's my fork? And she's like, you need a fork? <laughs> oh my god. He was really um, upset she cleaned his office. Like, she was super upset she cleaned his office. Well, he was a dick, that's why. Yeah, he was like, Liz, you hear this? She cleaned my office. Let's laugh and point at her. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bitch. Um, dumb, dumb bitch. Anyway, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Apparently, we've only had two listeners on Stitcher, period. So, obviously, not many people are finding us there. Well, uh, hmm. You can find us on Twitter at amateur underscore critics. We do have a Patreon, amateur movie critics podcast. Uh, we already said it. Papa needs a new mic. Daddy needs a new mic. Also, we might be able to be watching some like newer box office releases because I mean, we ain't got the cash for that. Yeah, I'm. I am definitely I'm, I'm broke as fuck. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm super broke. Uh you can find me on you can find me on YouTube. Uh haha <laughs> at Red Eats. That's my channel. Uh you can also find me on Twitter at Red Eats2017. I'm also on Patreon, Red Eats, and Instagram because it is a visual platform I'm working with. I have actually started posting on Instagram. Kinda of funny. Also Red Eats. Um, actually, I think it's Red Eats 2017. Just search for Red Eats and you'll probably find it. I doubt there's anyone else out there with that name. Uh, yep. And you can email us at amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com if you have anything longer than 140 characters you want to say to us. So I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, until next time, I'm Red. And I'm Peter. Stay amateur. Stay amateur. <laughs> Nymphomania. Nymphomania. Okay. Okay. Herz gewachsen. Wenn ich blute, hast du Schmerzen. Wir müssen uns kennen. Ein Körper, zwei Namen, nichts kann uns trennen, ein Zweileib im Samen. Wenn du weinst, geht es mir gut, die Hand deiner Angst füttert mein Blut. Ans Herz gebaut, zwei Seelen 